0: Hey, Zen friends. Welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life.
1: We got it. Happy New Year, Zen friends. It's been a minute. It's been a while.
0: Yes, it has. Welcome back. We are... Very excited to be back in the studios, a.k.a. our closets in separate states. But you know what? We're separate in location, but together always in heart.
1: It's always the same. It's always <laughs> the same vibe. It little is. bit ratchet, a little bit angry. I, I love it. I'm coming in hot this. No, actually, I'm not. I'm not coming in hot this year. I'm very happy to be here, but I am just calm and just going to take every day this year step by step. But I have a true confession.
0: Oh, I love a confession. This
1: is an unpopular opinion. I think this might be. You got a hot take. All right. What you got? I I love a resolution. There. I said it. Okay. All right. Me all you want, but I love a resolution. I don't think everyone thinks it's like toxic to do it. Like, oh my God, I'm not a resolution person. I think that's just because I think we need to reformat the way we think about a resolution. I think like, look at the word itself. Like, It feels like you have to tie everything up like a bow. Mm I don't think that has to be it. Do me things I've failed at, (laughs) especially resolutions. And I think they're kind of fun. They make me giggle. They make me reflect. I I think they're good. I love to like kind of see where I'm at. And if it doesn't work out, cool. If it does, cool. cool. I don't know. It's just like I I just take it day by day. I don't understand why I was freaking the F out.
0: I've never understood in this about resolutions either. Like it's one of those things that, yes, you can push yourself to do something new, but like if it's a resolution that doesn't excite you, it's not going to stick. Like that's yeah. a resolution should be something that you are excited about continuing, not like it's a chore or it's like an inconvenience. In your, It's like a, a path that you're like, I want to take it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get on that. If like, you don't want to get, don't get on it. Like, it's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to serve you in anything. If you're like, I don't really want to do that. I'm, just, I'm not yeah. excited about it. No, You're not looking forward to it.
1: Like if you're not looking forward to making a smoothie, I'm just giving an example. Then don't make the fucking smoothie. Another hot take. I'm not a smoothie person. I think I'm realizing this now. Earlier on the Marcos, we were talking about um, a smoothie and you were like all turned up about smoothie making. I was like, you know what? I I'm not, I need to come clean. I'm not a smoothie person. Am I an oatmeal bowl? Am I a Buddha bowl person? Any kind of bowl, put it in a bowl, but I'm not mm-hmm. a smoothie person. So I'm, I think I just needed it. And, you know, maybe okay. that's your New Year's resolution, realizing what kind of person you are.
0: And you know what? I am a smoothie person. I am a daily harvest smoothie person. And they're not even a sponsor of the podcast, but they should be. Get a motherfucking sponsor. You know what I've never put in my smoothie before? What? Mint. This is a chocolate. It's a banana, spinach, cacao, cashew, chlorella. I don't even know what the hell that is. And peppermint. And let me tell you, it's fire. I am going to start putting more peppermint in my smoothies because it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. My breath is nice and fresh. <laughs> like
1: I fucking love it. You, know, you eat a lot of red onions. So everybody's going to be like, thank you know? <laughs> for that. Right. Thank you for your experiment journey, Shannon. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, you breathing all hot over there in mobile. <laughs> I know it's snowy, but your breath is hot.
0: <laughs> and we got a snow day here in the in the ville. I'm looking out at a beautiful white, snowy street that has not been plowed yet. And you know, the it's weird. Like the snow's not sticking on the grass, so the kids are like, "How are we gonna sled?" I'm like, "Maybe down the street." I don't know. <laughs> like in the... with a hope and a prayer. Hope and a prayer. Eight
1: H's in P's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we. We have a great show for you
1: today, but we're going to yes, do a little do. bit of a seasonal catch-up. Yep. Um, we're going to do a little bit of highlights. We're going to tell you kind of where our path is going, and then we're maybe going to have some guests on later. So not today, later yeah, in the not year. today, yeah, later in the month.
0: Who knows? the The podcast world is our oyster. Exactly. Exactly. So, bro what's been going on with you? How are you? Uh, what do you? What's new with you in twenty two?
1: That's a cute. That's cute. Really like did it. <laughs> Like I'm always really good on like those little alliterations. Um, and a little rhyme. I'm really good. I think um I realized something through this holiday period. We had a great holiday break. It was amazing. Um, it was our first one. So it's kind of like all bets were off. And if we messed it up, it was like, yeah, it's the first one. We have nothing to compare it to. So it was really good because it was all coming in fresh. So it was all up from here basically or no just address it down next year might be all down so who knows <laughs> but we was all positive um had christmas here we had a carnival here it was super fun and then we headed off to kentucky one thing i did notice though i won't do this again next year is that um we took we celebrated here christmas and then on the 28th we headed to kentucky and that was a little jumbled because we didn't come back until like after the new year Won't do that again. I felt like I'm just, just now getting my year started. I felt like today the ball should be dropping, you know, like, yay, happy new year. Because I finally, I feel like I have my shit together. Right. So next year, not going to do that, but had a great trip. I'm glad I learned that. And we'll celebrate before the big guy comes next year.
0: Cool. So you'll put your travel on the front end of your trip and then be home for Christmas and then. Okay. Awesome. Well,
1: actually, you know, like
0: you, like we talked yesterday, like it'll build the excitement.
1: It'll, we'll have more of a purpose then. And you know, like not that there wasn't a purpose, but it's just like, we kind of, we kind of fumbled this one. We didn't know, we didn't know. So now we have knowledge. And, um, my husband and I both were like, this feels weird. Like, I don't feel like I have a good start. So, um, although we had a very happy new year, it felt like it was belated. And, um, I think that now moving forward. We'll just take a second and, and uh not do that. <laughs> take kids out of school just so we can have a new year. Cause that's the selfishly what we need to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I love it. That's great.
1: You don't need to, those last days of school. It's all bullshit. You're watching Rudolph. Right.
0: They're not doing anything the last couple of days of, you know, before the holiday break. So it's a perfect time just to cut it early and, and get on out. I, I fully support that. I love that for you guys. Me too.
1: I think that um, I made a couple of resolutions I want to, I'm not a big reader. Cause I know that, um, it's just not where I'm at, but I do think audiobooks are more my journey this year. And I'm going to, you know, I them. have
0: a good way to, to look at that. Um, in, like you can say like, yeah, I want to read books, but maybe you want to consume books. How do you want to mm-hmm. consume your books this year? Do you want to do audio style? Do you want to actually like flip a page? Like, how do you want to do it? So I'm, I hear that go for it sister.
1: I, I really do think that that's how I, I do like indulge like, and, in, and kind of like take in stuff and consume great word. So I think that's probably where I'm going to lie. Cause I can get stuff done. I love listening to stuff. And then like, I end up writing stuff down and, and when I listen to something too, I feel inspired. And then like, I'll push pause and I'll write something in my notes app. And I find that that's actually like almost halfway productive for me when I'm even doing other things I'm like, Oh, that sparked, that sparked another thing. So usually when I'm listening to one thing I'm texting you something else. So I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, did you ever talk about this? You know? And you're like, Oh, calm down. I'm at dinner. <laughs> <So> I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just eating some lobster ravioli. Like you need to chill. <laughs> so, uh, but I think that's, that's one thing I'm going to do more of. Um, I'm going to get out of my leggings more. I thought that that was something, although great, I love my leggings. I think they serve so much purpose. I do think I need to um, look a little bit more polished. Now, do I, am I going to look William? No, but I do think it's better for my psyche to um, look a little bit more together because I think I, I put a better foot, foot forward because I've already had this leggings period of my life. It's like, it'd been on 10 years. Let's
0: take a different <laughs> turn. <laughs> right. And you're not fully abandoning your leggings. You're just giving <laughs> your other clothes a rotation. Like <laughs> they're in there. Let's, let's wear them. It's a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean like and I think too that I I miss not the south, south floor like everyone lives in leggings but I truly think that the days I just noticed this taking in data like when I put myself into regular clothes i was like damn I guess you're done. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? You so really do. You know there's I I love that cuz um I think uh, over, I don't know what day it was that we posted this, but um, it was like, don't wait for a special occasion to drink the good champagne or to light the good candles or to write in the pretty notebook. Well, don't wait for a special day just to put real clothes on and, you oh, know, yes. feel like just if you want to feel put together, then feel put together. And it, But that can also mean like maybe you feel put together in leggings and that's where your productivity happens. Yeah, that's where you're at. Right, That's awesome. But if you, you know, if your journey is like, no, listen, I'm, I'm actively going to want to just Feel more put together. And for me, that means putting on non spandexy clothes. Perfect. Great. That is your journey. And we are here yeah. for you, Britt. We are here for you. I love
1: it. And I think that too, like it'll maybe boost my mood. I, I spent a lot of time in lounge clothes last year, probably 360 days. So that's accurate. And, um, uh... That's an honest account. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like I was there for it. Checks out. Um, Another thing we're both doing is we're doing dry January. Slow clap from the people in the back. I (laughs) think, join the masses, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that it (laughs) was, it wasn't needed, but I think is well, um, well appreciated.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to speak on this for a second because- I feel like, because I asked myself, I'm like, okay, well, why am I doing this? I'm like, well, Brittany's doing it and I thought it'd be fun. Cody Rigsby, who's my favorite Peloton instructor, is also going dry January. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing. But I also want this to be something I carry into February and March and April. So I've decided I'm not going to go dry January. I'm going to go damp January. And I'm going to like, you know, we've got a couple of big things that we've got going on. We've got a, you know, a 50th birthday party for a good friend of ours and we have a trip plan. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to say that I'm, I don't want to celebrate. Now, this is where for me, damp January becomes a, I want to take a, a, a beat from, you know, drinking alcohol as often as I was doing it. But like, I also want to carry that into February, where I know that if I cut myself off 100 percent for 31 days, I'm going to be like, yeah, let's go in February. And that's not what I wanted. I want sustainability from Mm -hmm. being able just to have a couple glasses of alcohol throughout the week instead of, you know, drinking more times during the week than not. And like that's where I know that if I can you know, give myself, set myself up for success in, yeah, you could you don't have to cut it out completely if you don't want to like just a little bit here or celebrate here when, you know, when you're with friends, but can you do it in a realistic and a moderate setting? And like, that's where I feel like my challenge with this is going to be. So, right. Yes.
1: I, I, I mean, I totally feel you on that. And, um, I am going to, I'm going to go pretty heavy into it. Um, not heavy drinking, but heavy, not drinking for the first few weeks. Um, but then I do have an event coming up at the end of the um, month. My brother's coming uh, my brother's going to come over. We're going to hang out and it's his birthday. So I always felt like, man, it's kind of, you know, I do want to celebrate with my brother. It's our first, his first birthday down here. Um, but I thought it was very important for me to take a full weeks, even weekends, Mm-hmm. alcohol-free to, um, as a challenge, like Brittany, you can do this. It's not like, and I, and I agree with you the February, like February 1st, like, you know, like <laughs> going in. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I would have done the same exact thing. Yes. I don't think that I'll be dry as a bone, but I am going to carry it through this mindset because I, um, I, I went in pretty heavy drinking these last six months. I am. Oh. I, it was a lot. Yeah. way more than I ever have. Um, but my anxiety was a lot higher than it ever had been. So I think it's very important for me to assess that and and have that knowledge
0: and just kind of do better. Yeah. And I'm curious, I mean, to see... Like, cause I want to, like, I'm doing like a little check-in with myself, like after each week of, of not having alcohol, like, how do I feel? Like, do I have more energy or am I sleeping better? Do I have less anxiety? Do I, is my patience like at a, a point where it doesn't get spiked, Um, you know, to like lash out with, you know, and does it help for just with any of that. Like I don't know because I mean the last time I was completely sober for anything was when I was pregnant with both girls. So, you know, like that's the last like stretch. Um I did like 30 days um maybe like 5 years ago cut out alcohol and that was great, but it was also a there was a lot of other things that I, you know, eliminated, you know, uh, that I was consuming as well. So like I didn't have a true sense of like, well what did that really feel like because I was eliminating dairy and meat and sugar and wheat, like there was everything was taken out of my diet. So I was like, that's not sustainable eater for me. So I am very curious. I was like, okay, well, what does that look like now? When I do have, you know, my, I like where I'm at with, you know, what the foods that I'm eating and, you know, the, the sleep patterns that I have, but if I take away, you know, drinking alcohol, like how does that affect everything? And so Mm -hmm. I am very curious to, to know what, you know, that's going to look like at the end of this. And, you know, maybe we should have
1: some kind of expert on, I think that if having Zen friends that have someone that is, I wouldn't say in recovery, but maybe has more insight on, um, I'm actually going through recovery is fine too, but has more insight about like the effects of alcohol on our body and, and then what our brain goes through and what's the process after you eliminate that, what do you start to notice? And, um, because I'm really interested in how it affects our brain Mm long-term, um, I started seeing a couple of like different sides. It's like soon as soon as January 1st hit. It's like, I saw diet crap and I saw get sober crap. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: the flood of information and the flood of like advertisements for that kind of stuff was alarming, I'm alarming, like, uh, Okay. So I would like someone to
1: like weed through the myths and the, and the stats and the facts and like help us understand like what's true, what's not and what we should be uh, cognizant of.
0: Yeah. Well, Zen community, if you know any of anybody, or if you are that somebody so hit us up in the DMs, let us know. Cause we'd love to chat with you. We loved having experts on and we love having people that can share their experiences with our community and with us. And you know, that's, that's why we've built this place so that you guys have a, a voice and we want to, you know, amplify that
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. well Shannon what are what are your big picture for you over there on your end
0: well thank you for asking Brett. um I'm actually very inspired by you and you said something we were at dinner the last night you guys were here and you said that um you your resolutions are all coming back to one word and um I'll let you tell what your word what what was your word for the year Uh, commitment commitment Yes. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. Um, so it really made me start thinking, I'm like, okay, like I love a resolution. I love, you know, like, what is it that I'm looking forward to do this year? Like, what are my goals and all that kind of fun stuff. And I was like, well, what, what word can I come back to? What word do I really want to come back to and commit to, to doing time after, like when things get hard, reset to one word and let you, you know, kind of move forward with that. And mine is accountability. I want to be more accountable for, myself if i commit to something and i say i'm gonna do it like i am the one holding myself accountable for that Mm -hmm. um i want to be more accountable with my family so that means you know being more prepared for whatever it is and maybe that's not you know putting like i usually just i'm like dan you're taking care of like all like the kids schedules like i get overwhelmed with that kind of stuff but like how can i be more accountable in that arena because it's not something that i stepped up and did you know last year and i was getting frustrated because i felt like i was out of the loop but he's like you asked to be out of the loop now it's like great point um so i want to be more accountable for myself but i also want to hold people more accountable like i have a tendency to avoid confrontation and i'm like oh you know it's fine it's okay i can do it it's not a big deal or you know whatever whatever it is but i also feel like it's important to hold people accountable when you've committed to doing something together. So I mm-hmm. think that, you know, coming back to when you have a plan or when you have a goal, like how much are you going to hold yourself accountable to get it done? Absolutely. That's, that's the that, one that's, that's uh, right. really, you know, flashing in my head. Um, and last year I read six books. And this year I was like, okay, I want to double that. So this year I've decided I want to read or I'm sorry, I want to consume 12 books. So um I have a list that post-it note that's like right there. <laughs> it's like a oh, running tally of like oh yeah I've heard about this. this was good this is good. Um and it already has like 13 books on it. So I'm like oh good look I you know and I know that I'm going to you know people are going to be like oh you have to try this you have to read this you know. So but I've got like a good little base of this mm-hmm. is what I, you know these are things that I'm interested in and I've got some biographies in there. I've got autobiographies. I've got fiction you know, I love a good story and I love a person that can tell a good story. So I'm, you know, very interested in, in consuming more things. And I also feel like self, like self-care for me sometimes is just, taking a step back and reading a books where I'm not doing anything else, where it's just me turning a page. It's like my little time that I've carved out for myself, whether it's 30 minutes or 10, it doesn't matter. Um, and I like that a lot for the reset for myself, but I also really enjoy listening to stories in the car or while I'm doing a task like it just kind of makes the time go by but I'm also learning something along the way. So also sometimes I really enjoy listening to people tell their story because I feel like you get their emotion and you get their sentiment behind it and I'm like I probably wouldn't have read it that way but I'm really glad that I heard them say what they needed to say that way. So Mm -hmm. that's on my list of things. Um, I want to learn to speak Italian. Look and you. I know, like, I, I don't know much about the Italian language. I mean, I hear it's similar to Spanish and I have, I mean, I can't speak Spanish. So that's, I feel like okay. well,
1: everything we know from Luca, I really feel like it is a <laughs> derivative of like some kind of, of Spanish culture, because I was like, I don't yeah. know if this is Spain or it's in Italy until yeah. like halfway through the movie. I was like, oh, it's Italian. Got
0: it. it's <laughs> yep. mm-hmm.
1: Because yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like,
0: I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, so I'm excited to, fly, I think you'll fly high with that one. Yeah, and I mean maybe at the end of it, I treat myself, you know, and maybe we go to Italy. like, no, I don't know. Who knows? I
1: love Who it. Um, uh, Shannon flex. Shannon spent um, a semester abroad in Argentina, and she went very no. Ever. I went
0: to Chile. Chile, Sorry, close. God, so so close, so
1: close. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you had to speak Spanish the entire time. Yeah, I did. So, there you go. I did. Um, that, that, I think that's a cool flex that maybe our Zen friends didn't know.
0: Yep. That's a fun fact. And I also spent my, um after I graduated from college, spent a month in Mexico uh, doing an internship in a really nice hotel in a very small city in Mexico. You know where the monarch butterflies, they go? Have you ever heard of the monarch oh, butterflies? Yeah. 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 So it's this little city in Mexico where it's like a, most, it, it's just a lot of internal tourists, not a lot of, you know, not a lot of people come and watch that on their own. But
1: yeah, that was fun. So fun fact. Cool. That's really cool. I think those are great. They're attainable. They're not something like, but I think like after listening to Heather McMahon, you mm-hmm. know, it's our girl. You know, you you can I think the power of saying stuff out loud and I don't think you have to have a vision board, things cut out. But I do think like saying them out loud, maybe writing them down, maybe um understanding more about like what makes you more productive. If that's a goal, I think productivity is something we're all meant to do. By the way, I figured this out about myself. I'm like, cause I always know I'm like, wow, a to-do list. Well, I'm like, I'm like yeah, flexing yeah. on it. I, and these people that are like coming down on a to-do list, I was like, I'm like, fuck off. Here's why. Because <laughs> have you ever felt the power behind a to-do list? And when you scratch something off, I think there's something innate. I have no, there's no history of this. I have no, I have done no research, but I think it is so important for us to have tasks. I think we're task animals. Mm-hmm. I think that we thrive in a task and product, a productivity kind of world. Do I think you need to run like a rat race and be like all like crazy town? No, but I do think like being productive and, and putting your best foot forward is, is going to bring you to a more fulfilled, happier place, whatever that may be consuming the books, learning Italian, holding people accountable. Like those are on a list. If you feel like you get that done,
0: good to go. I agree. I think it, it does help to write things down. I know that sounds really silly, but like think about how much more you remember. Like I live and die by a post-it note. Again, mm-hmm. there's one right there. <laughs> like, there are They're all over, but I need like that little – I, I need to write it down. Cause I will forget. I just am at that place. Like I can lie to myself and say, I'm going to remember things as much as I want, but I know I ain't going to fucking remember it. I got to write it nope. down. Um, but it does help to see it. Like if you see it every day and it's in your face, like you're more, I mean, there's science behind that. I mean, you're more, um, there's a higher percentage that you're actually going to achieve what you write down. So, I mean, I do think, and it doesn't matter how many goals you have and it doesn't matter how little, how small. I mean, I know that we've got big goals coming up for CZL. Like we want to grow our social media by 10,000 and we want to be more socially involved and we want to be able to connect to more people and share what we've got going with more friends. These are big goals and they're not going to happen just by, you know, Us saying it one time and then hoping that it works. Like there's actions that have to get followed by that, but the very first step is writing it down and seeing. Like, okay, here's the goal. Now let's build the plan that's going to be effective and chip away at it. Let's go. I'm so excited about
1: this. I know. I'm. I'm, I hope you guys are along for the ride. I think we're going to have some more episodes um, about this topic, and we're going to add more to it because it's worth diving more into. Um, but we're going to switch little lanes and we're going to go into social catch up.
0: Yep. We are I'm I'm excited. Just, sorry. I'm just, I'm watching my poor mailman is like stuck on our heel right now. And he's like trying to reverse the mail truck. And I'm like, is, is that mail truck a case? new engine about three years ago? <laughs> I know. Homeboy is like, nah, we he's like, now nah, we get. He, he's the boss in that thing. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, the secret is you got to reverse all the way down the hill and then just push the <laughs> p- pedal to the metal. We've seen it. Seen exactly, it. we
0: have, we have beat <laughs> it all. I love it.
1: Um, not to like add insult to injury here, but I'm just flying high in 82. <laughs> I know, I know. You can hate me. I hate me right now. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not hating is, is the lovely tributes to Betty White
0: they Can't have wait. been just it's there are certain people on this planet who make an impact whether you you physically know them or if it's just a character you've fallen in love with and I will tell you that my brother and I growing up swore that Rose from Golden Girls was our Nana like they looked the same they were about the same like the uh, like, how, the do, you know? how I, do you
1: know you <laughs> yeah. never seen it.
0: She I might mean, take a flight. You could put him side by side, and you'd be like, "That's Nana. That is Nana." And she loved a cheesecake, <laughs> you know. So old they weird just stories. Old weird stories. Saint Olaf, yeah. you know, it's just
1: a great place. Couldn't wait to yeah. visit. <laughs> he Always see like one weird person named Porkchop. Like, why yeah, is he I, doing pork Porkchop? Like, listen, this is Porkchop. He hangs out by the Walmart.
0: Yeah. I know. I there's just it. certain people that bring you comfort in the the Hollywood space and for sure Betty White was that for me and and my Nana's name was Betty so like it was like a you know even more so like a parallel synonymous yeah yeah, and it just always kind of cemented her in my heart as like I'm always gonna love what she does because one I think she's really funny and it's like that Mm -hmm. authentic like she doesn't have to try to be funny she just is like her jokes always hit they're always just enough of like I mean, if there was going to be an insult in there, she was going to cut you at the knees, but she wasn't going to kick you when you were down type deal. And like, I I love a comedian that can be funny without being like aggressive about it. You know, like there's some that just like can take a punchline and then like they take it way too far. I always felt like Betty White did it like she had like the perfect combo of like ratio, like how you get that done. Um, But I just I loved her as an actor. And then. The more, you know, you hear about Betty White, like she's beloved within, I feel like all Hollywood, like everybody. I don't think that there was anybody out there who didn't appreciate her for her craft or who she was as a person. She just seemed to be, you know, everybody's favorite. But she was so accomplished. I mean, she had been working as as an actress for 80 years, eight decades, because she started three months after she graduated high school. Wow. That is insane. You have been at your craft for eight decades. That's amazing. Some people don't even live 80 years. And for her to be around for, you know, doing this for eight decades was a commitment, me. by the way. Yes. To be like, yes. oh, okay, I'm
1: going to do this. I'm going to do yeah. this for 80 years and still it. be happy
0: with it and still be
1: contributing, like talking about content, giving yeah. us content all the time. I thought that going back to just like her comedic timing, but she was just so, and sometimes she offered a little bit of a roast and a little bit of a crass, but mm-hmm. it was like classy. Yes, so yes. it it hit all points, but yet it's like, she was everyone's grandma almost. Mm-hmm. She was a grandma for 40 years and not like to her own grandchildren. Like she took on like a grandma type role. And like, this is what baffles me. She made a name for herself basically through Golden Girls, like a, the big time name through Golden Girls. I mean, I think that she was known before that, but that was like what lives in our head. And well, that lives
0: in our, because that's where our head, yeah, our head but she, I mean, but she'd been on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. I mean, she had a, a full career, but other accomplishments, but like the Golden Girls, but for us, but to, for, gener- yeah. for
1: our generation to make it just to, for to live at home in our hearts as a elderly person in our minds. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is an accomplishment because in a world where how we grew up, everything was like, you know, you had to look a certain way, you had to be a certain way. And I think that her, she was just like, I mean, everyone knew her as just like this wise older woman that was kind of goofy, kind of floopy, but would drop some truth bombs on you. And yeah, I think that yeah. that was just how the way that I like to remember her. And I was like, this is, this is kind of cool. And I think what a great
0: way to go out. Like if I, I can go out like that. Yeah. Me I mean, I love that. I mean, she, she passed away in her sleep, which I always think that's such a gift. Like there, she, you know, she just, she didn't have to struggle she didn't struggle you know like I feel like it was like when you pass in your sleep I feel like that's like a peaceful way to go and I just I love that I mean 17 days before her 100th birthday so going out at 99 and she's like listen I
1: I love the fact that
0: it happened on New Year's Eve so it's like were we toasting the new year are we toasting the the life and tribute of Betty White I know that we did several in our house so like I was like this is this is fantastic I just, um, but so I, I do just want to list a couple of her accomplishments. Um, she'd mm-hmm. won five primetime Emmys, two daytime any, Emmys, including the 2015 Daytime Daytime Emmy for Lifetime Achievement. So that's a oh, nice. really big deal. Um, and then received a Los Angeles Emmy Award in 1952. I don't really oh, know what God. a Los Angeles Emmy Award is. Oh, but God, Maybe it was like the
1: precursor to other
0: like Mm, yeah and then she's also referred to as the first lady of television so i i I see that as a a, i could see that as like absolutely a title she deserved oh absolutely
1: yeah yeah um i also thought was like reading through some quotes like and some of them are okay this is this is what baffles me okay and let's just i'm not hating on her but some of these are not that profound But like, do you know when like a grandma says something and it does sound profound because you're like over the age of 90 and you're like, yeah, that's some truth. But really, when you put it down on paper, you're like, that's not crazy. But like, if she says it out loud, I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like going through like the list of like quotes and like listening to her say it. And like it, 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 when she says it, I'm like, yeah, it hits home. Like, you know, you gotta be kind. Yeah, Again, not that profound. We sit on bumper stickers every day. Yeah. But when she says it, I'm like, yep, guys, I really should. It goes back to the fact like after you, after you turn 90,
0: you can just spit some shit out and everybody's like, yep, because she's
1: lived a life. Mm
0: -hmm. She's lived a life. She has. Uh, My favorite quote of Betty White is, why do people say grow some balls? Balls are weak and sensitive. If you want to be tough, grow a vagina. Those things take a pounding. (laughs) Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? lie? Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Where's the lie?
0: Where's the lag? I well, walk around those things. Moving right along to someone who has a pair of balls and yet doesn't really seem to use them, Tristan <laughs> Thompson came out and uh, denied for a while that the he had a a, a a woman who was saying that she was pregnant with his baby, and he was like, "No, it's not mine. You're just, you know, somebody that just wants to have fame and fortune and blah, 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 all this stuff." Well, come to Why find nice. out, Tristan had to take a paternity test, and you know what, Tristan, that's your baby. That's you to baby's daddy, and if you're not sure who the hell Tristan Thomas is, or like Shannon, why should I care? If you care or not, I get you. Chloe um, Kardashian has a child with Tristan Thomas, and they were on again, off again. Um, it's really been basically
1: because he has a lot of late night trysts.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a mm-hmm. professional basketball player, so if you're like, why is he even like on the radar? Like, who is this guy? He's been in the league since 2010, so I mean, he's a he's a very talented basketball player. Um, played at Texas i think before he was drafted into the i think the Cleveland Cavaliers not they're here now but anyway he's a professional basketball player has a baby with um khloe kardashian and has they've been in an on again off again relationship and they had been going in a good direction in the past You know, I'd say over the past year, they've been seen to like reconcile and it looks like things were going to, you know, come out and be great with them. And then this summer we get when that uh, there's a woman who's like, "Um, I'm pregnant with Tristan's baby and it's definitely his. And he was like, oh, hell no, no, you're not. But come to find out the paternity test says that, yes, it is, in fact, your baby. Now, the interesting thing about this is how he came about in a public matter to, to let everybody know what's going on. So Brittany, I think you have the quote. Do you want to share with us? A- I have
1: the quote. And before I read it, I do agree with, you know, the way you come out about these things. Like if you put out a video, we've all seen bad videos. Like, Oh, that did not, that did not hit. I didn't see enough remorse. You either gave too much remorse or you're acting or you didn't give enough and you're not sorry, you know? And then I'm like, okay. And then you put it on your notes app. Is it the right you put on your stories. It disappears 24 hours later? Like you know, it's honestly, there's no good way to put this out there because we all kind of knew the truth. So it didn't really matter how he said it at the end of the day to me, because, you know, she's, he's already ran this poor girl through the mud. I mean, even though we know Chloe is a Kardashian and, you know, they've, they've, they've fucked up a lot in the past 20 years. um, But the the fact is like, she really did want love, really did love him and try to stick it out for her daughter. And Unfortunately, um, yet again, she's, she was, uh, disappointed. So we don't know the future, but here's the statement today. Paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity test has been established. I look forward to amic- amicably. I always fuck up that word. I know I raising our son. <laughs> I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt, disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you do not deserve this. You do not deserve the heartache. Hold on, I have to make it big again. It's a slide. <laughs> the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am incredibly sorry.
0: Anybody else want to be like, did you call her and tell her that, or did she find
1: out? I just said no. I just, if, right. if she read that real time as we did, I'm like, oh,
0: okay,
1: oh, right. I mean, I'm like doing a full throttle, um, waiting to exhale, burning your car, throwing the match, <laughs> g- ain't giving a fuck Angela Bassett moment. So please, God, tell me Tristan did not tell her via Instagram stories. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause by the way, Wayne to Exhale. What a great soundtrack. Oh god, every, a great movie, great soundtrack. But that soundtrack was banging. It hit every song. We need it. I'm not gonna cry. Oh, that's a great Chloe. <laughs> go ahead and play it. Play I it. think you should go ahead and play that song. Loop it. How many times have you been listening to it and you're waiting for that guy to come like, back? I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I'm not gonna shed no tears. That was me. I was so I was I was so involved with the soundtrack.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my room.
1: Sorry, I won't sing anymore.
0: Oh, please do. It's fun when you do. It's great.
1: Brittany Dunn got sober and started singing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, really, uh, it it was a bang-inch soundtrack. But I don't know. Uh, let's let's just say that she found out before. Um, you know, I'm glad that he came out publicly. Let's let's look at the bright. Uh, I'm why he came out publicly, he did apologize. And hopefully they can parent, uh, you know, the, the true together, but right now we need some space Mm -hmm. and we need to get on the legals.
0: Right. And do you think like, what do you think the family thinks about this? I mean, do you think that like, they were sitting around Christmas, Christmas Eve, and they're like, girl, what are you going to do? Like, you know, they all have opinions. And I mean, again, I think it's different if you're like, he's a great father. He's been a great, you know, he, he really takes that responsibility, you know, 100% like he's all in. I don't know that. Like, I don't really know that I, that's the vibe I get or that's the vibe that I see. I don't know that personally since I, I, so I guess I can't really speak on that, but like. I just feel like
1: after everything, like through the whole Scott thing and, and seeing so much hurt through one sister, like I thought that maybe Chloe would have a better radar maybe for these things, but um you know, but the heart wants the heart wants. And sometimes you, you have a bad picker, but you know what? I do think she's going to find love. Um, I think maybe Courtney's pulling her aside. But listen, girl, I was here. I was you. You just got to find the love, you know, and it will come along.
0: Yeah, I, I think to go back to her picker, I think it might be a little, um she might need a tune up on that because she picked Lamar Odom and that was, we all saw how that went down and that was embarrassing. I mean, that was hard to watch. You're like, oh God, I feel bad for her. Very toxic. And now, even going through like this, like it's hard to watch when you're like, because you know people have been giving her a heads you can't up. Fix it's everyone, like,
1: girl. You cannot right, fix everyone. You can't.
0: And and again, I to your point, like the heart wants what the heart wants. I totally understand that. But at some point, it's like, hmm. Okay. Uh. Now what? I mean, you know. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I think just,
1: that she's too much of a. I think that she probably has too much of a big heart, you know, yeah. when it comes to these things. And, um, but I think the family is definitely going to X-nay this out because at, at, at the end of the day, mama Chris
0: calls us shots. So he out. Yes, yeah, she does. She gonna be like, hell no. Next. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Um, so moving on, this is mm-hmm. for a happier chance I- of love, Brittany, is there a happy chance of love where you're going?
1: Um, no, I don't. Oh. So <laughs> Let's just um, track it back. So it is January the 6th. And so um, the newest episode or the newest season of The Bachelor has just premiered on Monday. Hey, Brittany, have you watched? No. I'm having a very lackluster. (laughs) I know. I have a very, I have a very lackluster um, approach to this. I'm kind of like not inspired. Usually I'm all in, I'm in the chat rooms. If there was a chat room for stuff, I mean, I'm on the DMS. I'm on the things like <laughs> I listen to every podcast about bachelor and bachelorette. I, um, I'm on every Instagram account, like sifting through the gossip and everything. I know most things before it even hits, like the the reality, Steve's shit. I am all up in it. I don't know what it is about this guy, but I'm like, wow. And, I, and okay. I think because it's okay. I'm sorry. It, it's the new season of um. it's Clayton is the new bachelor. And let me tell you okay. a little bit about Clayton. Clayton was on Michelle's season, who was just wrapped Michelle. Hey, Thomas, wait. So
0: he's the new bachelor. So he's the one picking the women, right? The women. Yeah. Okay.
1: But he came from Michelle's season, which just wrapped two weeks ago. Okay. She found love. Um, She is the second um, black couple to ever like basically be. In the in the franchise, oh, which is okay. great, yeah. Um, One happened. uh, One, the first ever black couple to get engaged on the show was through Bachelor in Paradise. That was um, forget. Uh, oh my God, I'm going to draw a blank. I forget the names, but I'll come back to that. And so, and then now Nate and Michelle are engaged, and oh my gosh, they're a beautiful couple. I have loved this season. It's probably one of my favorite seasons. I would not be shocked if I didn't go back and watch. But Clayton was on Michelle's season now. Clayton is just a basic white male. I am sure he's charming. He charmed the hell of the producers, but they decided to choose him. And I'm sure, I mean, everything I'm reading says that he's a great guy. And I'm not saying that he's not. It's just like, I just needed a little bit, something else. Like I just wanted a little bit of, it's just, it's just not hitting for me. And I don't think I'm alone.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I haven't, I haven't watched, but
0: will I watch? Probably but I just haven't pushed play yet. I'm like,
1: I'm just not inspired. I just feel so like- Did you want
0: more from The Bachelor after all the, the racism and the all like the, it seemed to be very one-sided or like very whitewashed. Did you want more diversity in who they were picking all along? Or did you, like, what did you, what were you hoping to well, see with this new I season? I thought
1: like after watching, and this is, I'm not like really super well-versed because I just, like a few years ago, I started getting into this. So mm-hmm. I thought- Um, but I was heavy into it during definitely like the racial injustice period. And they decided to pick Matt James, who was the first black bachelor. And then after that, they had two bachelorettes back to back. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. There was, there was three. So there was Tasha that came in and she was um, black. And then after that, Katie Thurston came in and she was um, she's a white girl, but she, if you guys don't know, I'm sorry. Um, And she was very sex positive. She had a different tone to her. So I I did appreciate what she brought to the table. Um, and then there was Michelle. So, I mean, there's, they've been offering a little bit of different kind of takes on stuff, which I really thought was refreshing. I definitely tuned in to all those seasons. I thought they were great. It just seems to me kind of lackluster when you go back to the bachelor and it's the football star. You know, it's just like you have an opportunity to have so many different things, like maybe have the first Asian bachelor. I don't know. Um, It's just it just didn't really like.
0: Eh. Now, let me ask this. Do they always pick the new bachelor based upon who's on the bachelorette? Or does it always come from like that pool of men who didn't get picked on that show?
1: Not always. So Matt Not James always. was picked okay. um, because he was Tyler Cameron's best friend and Tyler Cameron's one like the most beloved bachelors of all time. Okay, um, so they
0: they can and, pick someone who's not been involved with the
1: show in previous They series. have, but I think Matt James was a, kind of like a a softball. They're like, "Okay, he's hot, he's been on TikTok. Let's go." Okay. Um that that's my read, but in um backstory, since being on the bachelor, um Matt James has come out that he said it was although he's still with the girl that he picked, Rachel O'Connell. They took a break, but so she could kind of educate herself about what her shortcomings as understanding um, the culture (laughs) in which we live in now. Um, So, but they are back since back together, they're going very strong. Um, But he has since like kind of denounced this, his bachelor life. He speaks nothing of it. He doesn't want to be asked about it. He, he, when he does an interview, he's very like quiet about it. Mm -hmm. He has taken down all pictures of his time on the bachelor from his Instagram. So he kind of wants to be separated from it because he did, he, I don't think his experience and overall like view of the franchise is very positive. So I think that speaks a lot for the first black male bachelor. And I think that that's something we should think about. If that, if, if he's having that feeling, then we still need,
0: you know, maybe the franchise should do a little bit more work. That's just my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, like if you don't feel like you're being supported, especially by the people who they're like, here, here's your platform. This is what we're going to do for you. And yet you didn't feel like you were supported. It would be really hard to feel like connected with this. And like, you want to move forward with them. So yeah, I don't blame them. Just my hot takes, but I'm sure it's going to be, I I've heard it
1: is a messy, messy season. So I'm here for a mess. Like I'm sure I'll watch. Don't worry. But like, here's how I did not watch fast forward, like on fast forward with Michelle, I was in it. I thought she handled herself with so much like integrity and just, she just exuded like everything that you want a a public figure to kind of like, like she was very direct. She knew what she wanted. She didn't cower. She, um, she supported uh, the vulnerability of other males. She talked about tricky topics. I thought she did a bang up job. And I think like anyone going into that role, like you can look at her and just be like this, I feel like you're a good face for this. Yeah. I just felt like it was kind of a softball pick for this. Now, again, like going back to what I just said, I do I do know from behind the scenes, the producers were wild by Clayton and that he's like the nicest guy. And, you know, it's just like rainbows and sunshine. So and even people that have already been on Michelle's season, they're like, ah, it's amazing. So, OK, okay. Yeah. went down a deep rabbit hole. If you're still here, we solve have more topics. So don't worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah thanks okay. for well, thank, yeah thanks for um for updating us on uh on bachelor nation we appreciate that because you know like myself i don't watch it but i i enjoy getting the snippets from you so you're you're giving me like the the cliff news it's so, about our cult. i mean it's never go- that fucking franchise is never going away just you know be it'd be fun what? bachelor in the nursing home
1: they tried they're no, trying Did that, they? Really? i swear to you Definitely. yes um they had a senior casting call not okay. like
0: that's here you tell go. me
1: that's not just Buckle. like I would tune in Perhaps. like
0: I love it. It's great. Grandpa needs love. Grandpa. <laughs> hey, so does Nana. <laughs> yeah, <that was> Nana. <laughs> Well, this is a, this has been a great little update. We just want to give you a little head, like uh, a little teaser, if you will, about like what we have in store for CZL coming up in the future and like what we've, you know, again, like the goals that we have for the show and where we kind of want to see things going. And, you know, we're currently working to do like a little bit of a rebrand on CZL with uh, a new logo and new music and just kind of making, I mean, we started this journey and it was a lot of fun and we've, You know, we've had so much fun doing it, but we've grown a lot through the past. Let's see. There's 2018 so 18, 19, 20, 21. Well, three years going on year four. Okay, going on year four, which is super fun. So we started in this one, you know, one lane. And yeah, we're still in that lane, but it looks a little different now. And that's, you know, we've grown as people and we've changed as people and we like where we're going and we like who we are. So we wanted to, you know, let that translate into this new this new chapter of CZL. And now we've got, you know, two locations, which is super fun. And we just want to kind fun. of, um, you know, let that momentum build and, you know, just accept and welcome the growth that we're having. And this is, you know, kind of where we're at. So, you know, we're going to be covering, I know we say this all the time, like, oh, we've got guests coming, but we do, Um, you know, we're, we're looking at bringing some experts in on, you know, like we were saying before with like sleeping and uh, sobriety and, Um, Like how to create, you know, a a comfortable and productive workspace from your home. And, you know, whether you transitioned over quarantine or the pandemic or not of like having to work from home or even if you just need to learn how to create your own space within, you know, the four walls. Like we want to be able to help you with that because these are things that Brittany and I go through as well. So like we feel like what we're going through is something that you guys are, you know, either asking about or also, you know, in the similar journey. So definitely something we want to be able to provide, you know, for our listeners in our community. And we're also very open to hearing, like, what do you guys want more of, or what do you want less of? I mean, I I know you seem to be really enjoying these social catch-ups and we are very committed in keeping those going, you know, in 2022, Um, but also bringing back some, you know, things that are tangible and things that are helpful for your everyday life. I love getting feedback and
1: what you guys want to hear, but I love choosing what you want to hear at the same time. So <laughs> we've got some great ideas. Um, I love kind of being like here, here, I'm going to be your chef and I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And it's always really great. Cause some of these topics we have visited in the past, but the exciting part is, is that we have grown since then and we can revisit them and see how they sound different. And we're always getting more knowledge and we're always like trying to do the legwork for you and then bringing you in the best way possible. So I think that's one of our gifts and we're going to do it in a like a different 2022 way. And that was what I'm really excited about.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be hitting like all facets of things. So, we, you know, th- topics that we haven't talked about in the past, but also topics that like Brittany was saying, like we're going to revisit. I mean, I know we're we're going to be talking about sex this year. We're going to be talking about some beauty industry things, whether it's, you know, Botox and fillers and, you know, wrinkle uh, stoppers, if you will, um, waxing stopper. versus lasering. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? And, you know, things that, you know, honestly, even it's things that we've, we've, you know, that have popped up in this stage of our life that we're like, I didn't see that coming. So, you know, we just want to be an open and honest friendship for you guys. And that, that's what makes the best friendship is when you don't have to play a lot of guessing games with, and that's what we're committed to being is your friends that you don't have to guess with. you just pull up a chair, cut the shit. And let's talk about it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Just a reminder. There's always a seat at our table and you guys always have a voice and there's always support here. So uh, we do hope you have a great 2022 happy, healthy driven, and you feel that you can come to us about anything because you are in our community now and we thank you for tuning in as always, please don't hesitate to check us out on all the socials Um, and also like, like subscribe review, um it just takes a couple seconds and yeah. it just really helps everyone out and that's ultimately ultimately like let's help each other out.
0: Exactly. And the best thing that you can do for us is to share this with somebody like share it with a friend or somebody that you're like oh my god you guys have got to listen to them like they they speak the truth or like you're going to love it. Whatever it is like sharing our the sharing this podcast with your friends is really like the greatest honor so if you feel compelled share it let let people know. We love you. Let's see you next time.
1: Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL
0: momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.